1: Level up your listening with Bose QuietComfort Ultra Earbuds and Headphones with immersive sound and world-class noise cancellation for a not-so-silent night. Visit Bose.com slash Spotify to shop sound that's more than a present. What's going on, everyone? Casey Adams here from Build Your Empire. Welcome to the Build Your Empire podcast. And today we have Mark Brazil and Jeff Cole with us today. They're the leading canvas art company in the world, and we're about to have an iconic interview. appreciate you guys coming on.
0: Yeah. Thank you, man. Of course. Yeah. So
1: first thing, to kind of start things off, I know that we've we connected for the last couple months and you hooked up the Village and Bar House with the Iconic Art, but for everyone that may not know what Iconic is and how long you guys have been doing it for, I just want to speed them up and kind of get them to where we are
2: today. Cool. So, I guess, long story short, it is a, it's a direct to consumer business, affordable art from $50 to $700. Uh, Jeff, his name is Cole on Instagram, is the predominant artist. Uh, Muhammad Ali license, NBA license, some other licenses, some new designers are coming on board. And uh, yeah, we, we basically created uh, a new market with social media as a distribution channel to really offer affordable art to the world. Yep, so,
1: that's what's up. So yeah. mm-hmm. from, from the partnership angle, you guys, for everyone watching, did you guys partner on this from the start? Have you guys always
0: been together on this or how did that sort of formulate? Uh, yeah, we've been working with each other for like I think nine years now. And um, always kind of were the number two or threes at companies. Um, me and Mark really never had the say on you know the final decision. So you know, one day, I think 2016, San Diego, we uh, were just like, "Fuck it, let's start our own company." And we just made a name, made a concept, um, which we can go into in a little bit. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's when Iconic kind of was born. That's so. so you said 2016. <laughs> 2016. Yeah. This was actually yeah.
2: this was actually an office for another company, okay. and in 2016, we were working early mornings, late nights. Um, bartering posts on big Instagram accounts yep. and making a couple grand here and there and then early 2017 February 27th the exact date I'll always remember it we went from Squarespace to Shopify we started doing ads and then March six figures and then it was basically off to the races uh, and we actually insane. did our first two million dollars in top line revenue as a side hustle That's so wild. it was this was an office for another company yeah. and we would wake up early and work on it and then the other guy would leave and then we'd work all night on it. That's wild. It's wild. So,
1: 20, 2016, you guys started, and now, like, catching people up to date, you guys just partnered with um, Scooter Braun and Gary Vee. I just want to kind of get them up to date because I know, like, I saw that article come out with everything. That was super, like, big news for you guys. So, what, what goes on with that and the partnership, and what are you guys excited about with that?
0: Um, well, we're starting a uh, signature collection with Gary, um, which is going to be awesome, and with Scooter. We, uh,
2: Screw is just really, I mean, I would say both of them, you know, above all, they're really good humans, yeah. good businessmen, yep. good humans, uh, good family men, and, um, you know, above all, they're mentoring us, which is great, because, yep. you know, from an experience standpoint, these guys are, you know, a bit older than us. Mm-hmm. And then just, you know, we're doing a signature line with Gary, uh, strategic partnerships, licenses. I mean, there was actually, you know, we were in talks with, with both of them for a bit. And ironically enough, people, you know, some of my even my friends, you know, it'd be like, hey, you know, why don't you make this move? And we actually yeah. waited to make the move until yeah. they came in. Because we weren't gonna go yeah. to the war with the knife, we were waiting for the fucking bazooka guns. You know, yeah.
0: we, we literally handpicked them to to be partners with us. Like we um, in two thousand sixteen is when I first started watching Gary and that's when I started actually actually giving a shit about business. Yeah. Um, and so we just watched Gary religiously for like two years and like we always kinda knew like, okay we're definitely gonna end up asking him to somehow be a part of it, and it just all worked out, you know, perfectly. We were very patient. Um, yeah, now we're here. That's what's up. Yep. So, so
1: with that, you said you started watching Gary when you first sort of got turned on to him, in the sense of like you knew who he is. Mm-hmm. When that first came about in your guys' mind, like how early was that in his career, or was it literally like two years ago you figured out who he was as an individual? Oh, it was late, man. We've been, we've been
2: watching him probably, I'd say, two years.
0: Yeah, like. Every day, okay. For like two years, yeah. Okay, that's we, we
2: literally started watching, and I, I think we were just hooked immediately. And yeah. now, um, we just we consume everything. Yep. And ironically enough, our video guy Austin, you know, we were in here. Uh, he came in, and Gary was actually on the TV. And immediately when he came in, he was drawn to him. He's like, "Oh, I love Gary." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's like it's so funny because just like the common DNA of the whole company, yep. everyone's a fan of Gary. That's so tough.
1: so it just it, made sense. It all makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. So with. So With the entire social media, just when it comes to the main advertising route that you guys are doing, Mm -hmm. when you guys first launched it, was social media always, like, primary focus day one, or what was, like, the strategy to, like, create revenue and sales, or was it always... Oh there was
2: so there was no strategy in the beginning. So okay. this was um literally Jeff was an artist and we started drop shipping art and okay. we owned these big accounts and it literally On Instagram. On Instagram okay. Instagram only. Uh, we didn't even have a Facebook page till probably We uh, didn't have a website. Yeah. yeah. We were so, using someone else's site to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> watch our
0: first it was funny because like the first night, like I think we made the logo name concept all in one night and the first piece in one night. And when we launched it, I think we sold 12 in the first hour and we were like freaking out. Okay. Yeah. Like freaking out.
2: We actually needed, um, I remember for Squarespace, you yeah. needed to give a, a tax ID, and EIN number yep. and we didn't have a company. So we used my personal LLC okay. and the company like went off and like me and Jeff weren't even technically partners to like deepen the game because okay. shit just, it just started going. It was, it was something yeah. that, um, you know, what I love about e-commerce businesses is You know, I come from a retail background where, you know, you wholesale goods and there's, you know, you can consign goods or basically you give goods for free and until they sell it, you get paid. And then there's stuff like net terms, like net 30, net 60, net 90. You get paid in 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. E-commerce, you get the sale, the shit comes right in. So for us, when we were making these sales, it was like the most mind blowing shit because it was like, oh my God, the money is coming in. So, I mean, we had zero funding.
0: And it was fast. Like, me and him came from a background where I had to produce a tech pack and then send it to China. And then I had to wait three weeks to get a sample. And okay. then if something was wrong, even, like, a couple millimeters on some piece, I had to redo it yep. and go back at it. So this was a way for me to create something, put it out within, like, 30 minutes, and now money was going to the bank account. And we were getting feedback good. from dist- – we were getting, you know, it was instant distribution, instant yep. sales, instant um, – just feedback from the market. Yep. which was a huge advantage for us. Yeah, that's what's up. So, yeah, damn, that's fucking crazy. So you guys start
1: this thing. It's not even like organized. Potentially, you're you're creating all the designs for every piece at the beginning and still do. Correct.
0: Mainly, like 90 nine.
1: Okay. Yeah, Dope. It, is. it
2: was it was in the beginning. It was so crazy because how far we were probably. It got to a point that we had so many orders and we were paying his sixteen year old brother a quarter to process each order and then he was giving him sneakers. Okay. And we got his his stepsister, and then it got to okay. a point where me and Jeff were behind like three weeks on orders, and I remember yeah. like late at night, it'd be like eleven o'clock at night, like Jeff would take an hour and he'd put in the orders and then he'd be tired and he'd be like, Yo, Mark, you you do it for an hour yeah, yeah. and then he would do it for an hour. And it would be
0: literally we we race each other, he'd be like, I did it one
2: yeah. minute thirty, and like oh <laughs> yeah. my God.
0: Yeah. whatever, who cares. And then like, yeah, we yeah, we would have
2: race on like who could process orders yeah, yeah. faster. It was I think you know the fact that, you know, now, you know, the company has become a legitimate company. Yeah. Like we literally were the janitor. We did. We processed the orders. Yeah. I dealt with all the customers in the beginning. So anytime there was an issue with anything, I knew what all the questions were. The yeah. sizing, you know, what wrap, we don't ship the PO about. I just Everything, yep. I think that if anybody's going to start a business, you need to have a you know, at minimum, a basic understanding of every element of the company. And we were the whole company, just yeah, me yeah. and him, so we had no That's choice
0: insane. but to do it. Yeah, he was the customer service for the first, I think, two million. It was just him, <laughs> everyone was I, I was mad because half of the day, would just his phone would be ringing, just customers call, yeah, yeah. yeah. call my cell phone, call my cell phone, just
2: take out your phone, like, yeah, and then Jeff would be like, This is so inefficient. <laughs> But But he kind of gets off by that. Like, he gets off
0: on the customer service, like, trying to get someone who hates us to then, like, love Love us us. and then buy more. So that was actually fun to see, like, so, yeah, we, I feel like you guys still do that, too, because I know, like, when you put out the piece of content,
1: you called that customer. Like, so customer service-wise, like, to this day, when you operate, like, culture inside the company, like, Mm -hmm. what is your, I would say, like, route to good customer service when it comes to, like, managing clientele and people that love your products?
2: Customers always right. I really think it's that simple. And kind of like what we spoke about briefly before, you know, people underestimate that the most cost effective marketing is word of mouth. Yep. So if I talk to a customer and I champion that customer and it's like, hey, I'm the owner of the company, you're talking to me like, what's up man? Like, yeah. you know, well, and when you get that, then it spreads. Yep. And it goes one to two to four to eight to 16 to third, and then boom, 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 boom. Yep. It just keeps going and that was what it was. And that, that's all it is, is. The customer is always right. And, you know, Jeff kind of said it, you know, it would be rarely people would come, come at us like crazy, but when they would, I would just, just they're right. Yeah, so, um, just so definitely uh, learn some patience. There. Yeah,
1: right. for sure. So when was the, I would say that the pivot point from like you guys are doing all the orders, you guys are racing mm-hmm. back and forth, processing everything to now it's like you said, legitimate company. You have big people, Gary V, Scooter Braun involved. Yeah. When was the pivot point of like, organization and, like, systematizing everything? Well,
0: I had a previous relationship with our, our vendor. So, like, Mark just one day was like, fuck it. Like, I need to call them. Mm-hmm. So he called them, and he hopped on a flight. And the next day they thought he was absolutely insane. Um, and he came back with the with the W, which was – I think that was the day <laughs> okay. where I was like, all right, we can breathe a little bit. Yeah. Like, telling my family, like, oh, now we have people doing the orders for us. Like, okay. we can kind of focus on what we are you know, what we we're meant to be focusing on.
2: That's when we shifted from, you know, a lot of these companies, you know, e-commerce companies, you know, kind of like the Alibaba companies. It's almost like white label. There's there's no branding associated. That's when I went and we started developing a relationship where it's like, hey, we want to be a forward-facing company. It's branded iconic. You know, there's notes of iconic that comes, iconic emails. I mean, we were shop iconic at Gmail for so long. Okay. You know, that was me. So... yeah, I think just forward-facing, kind of cleaning up. And yep. then, you know, one by one, just bringing on people. Um, you know, for us, we've never been a part of big organizations. We've probably been, you know, part of teams like four to ten. Okay. And I think me and Jeff, you know, I'm very blessed that me and Jeff share the same ideologies. And just for us, it's just so blatantly obvious about who we wanted to bring on the team, what type of people. Yep. And I don't, I don't really think the company really started until we started building the team because okay. then it became like a real thing yeah. and once we started building a team that's when it started getting more fun because then we could share it with people. yeah
1: for sure so yeah. when did you guys meet each other like how did that sort of come together
2: I met Jeff uh, through a mutual friend her name's Amy and uh, she connected us I don't know probably eight nine years ago okay. and literally Jeff did contracted work for me for years we talked okay. every day on Gmail chat and yeah, I brought him into a couple companies. He ended up moving out to, to California for this hat company. And just ultra talented, ultra fast, good I mean as I can just go yeah. on and on about him and I just I oh, we I was we were in three situations in a row where it was just blatantly obvious that Jeff was just nasty with it. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if they just <laughs> never use that if <laughs> they just didn't see it or I don't know what the hell they were doing yeah. but I saw it. So, you know, for us, when we started doing this on the side, when you look at a typical, you know, a businessman versus an artist relationship, mm-hmm. usually like the businessman owns it and then the artist gets a little bit or like an artist relationship with a manager. The artist yeah. owns it and then management gets 20. I knew right away with Jeff that I was like, hey man, you know, it was kind of like an us against the world thing. I was like, fuck it bro, let's just yeah. you know, be partners on it and I knew that you know, when I said that to him deep down inside, he was like, wow, like, Mark fucks with me. Like, yeah, he, know, yeah. he knows yeah. I got it, you know? Well, yeah, yeah,
0: it's, it's weird because, like, my friends, when I would tell them, like, the deal me and Mark had, they'd be like, oh, you're crazy. Why would you give him, you know, half the company? Yeah. And same with him. Probably he has friends. Like, well, yeah. why would you give Jeff half the company? We're like... Just an artist. You know, yeah, like, people just don't get it. And, like, yeah, it just worked Makes out. But finding a good, good partner says, and having like,
2: a good dynamic, you know everything is people the whole every business is just a bunch of people doing a bunch of things so yep. it's really all about the people
1: yeah so it is interesting so like for everyone let's say people listening my audience tends to be like 18 to 25 year olds and some of them starting e-commerce brands some of them trying to do some social media marketing with their products like what would you say like separated you guys from other brands when it comes to not only getting sales, but just like the respect that you guys have. I know that you're talking about with like the things you did with Muhammad Ali and like actually getting licensed mm-hmm. is like the legit way to do things. Mm-hmm. What do you think like separated you guys as like a dominant brand in the industry?
0: Uh, well, I think know? one speed, I think I understand attention better than a lot of, of artists. I think a lot of artists, they just put out what they want to put out, they think is yeah. cool. But what I put out is what I think the masses are going to like, and I'm, you know, really tapped with um, pop culture. And then it's mixed with his, like, he's a savage, he's aggressive, like, I'm passive. It's like, mm-hmm. it just works yeah. perfectly out, and like, in terms of biz dev. and a, um, Speed is big, and yeah.
2: then I think the other big thing is, it's something that you have, actually. It, it's two things. First off, the first thing is consistency like this is like people come to me with ideas and then they'd be doing it for three months and are like oh it's not working it's like that's not how this goes so you gotta <laughs> yeah, hit yeah. this shit every day for sure but that's I true. am most definitely relentless yep. and that's like why I fucked with you because you came at me and then you came at me again and then you came at me again yeah, and yep. you know Casey that all it took you is to get in a room with me and then I would know that you're a real one that you know what's going on the same mm. with me okay. just get me Famous. in the room just get me in the game and I'm gonna hit it at the fucking ballpark mm. So that's really what it is. And I think, you know, I I guess it goes back to kind of being self-aware. Me and Jeff know our strengths, know our weaknesses. And I think for any 18 to 25-year-old, it's to identify what you're good at, what you're not good at, and what you're good at. Mm -hmm. Double, triple, quadruple down. I suck at so much shit, man. (laughs) Just double, triple, quadruple down. Be good. Be a master of one thing. And then you're always going to hold value. Got it.
0: Getting in your own way is people's biggest weakness. Definitely.
1: Just like getting in front of yourself, trying to do everything when you're not focused yeah, on your you gotta skills just,
2: in a sense. Yeah, you got to just, like, I am not organized. That's why I have a project manager. Yeah. <laughs> you know? For sure. So you got to just know what you're good at and what you're not good at. And it's, sure. it's really that simple. And then you almost can, like, I, like, down like, I make fun of myself at the stuff that I suck at. But people know what I'm good at. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: And then it becomes a very narrow focus. You go narrow and deep instead of wide and shallow. Focus on one thing and kill it
1: that's what's up so yeah, I always had this question just um, regarding the whole company itself like mm-hmm. Iconic like I love the branding I know that obviously like the way that you guys have done things that's why it's so
0: successful but where did the name Iconic come from from the beginning well okay so in 2016 we were obviously trying to like brainstorm a company and like something we can just like put out there and one thing I was noticed on Instagram is like three types of content people were consuming it was like inspirational quotes mm-hmm. Um, it was like photography, um, and the third one, what was the third Memes. Yeah, memes, Mm -hmm. memes. So everyone would tag their friends in memes and like that was it. You get a laugh and move on. Yep. And everything, everything on Instagram is really like crudely made. If you notice, like they put like text on the top and like a low res image. So I was like, there's gotta be a tangible way for people to consume this content that they're consuming the internet. So I think that's where we started like, um, our first piece that kind of hit it was like based off a of meme yep. um, that I kind of made into a painting. So it was like basically taking the crudeness of social media and making it into a romantic art piece in like okay. three different buckets. Yep. So that's kind of where it kind of stemmed from. And then it's, that's it's it. a,
2: about the name is just going on GoDaddy and going on trademarkia.com and just typing in a shit ton of names. Really? We were just yeah. sitting, <laughs> sitting in Carlsbad like, iconic, let's spell that a different way. And okay. I don't know what the other name is. Yeah, were. and
0: it's funny because like I think. I think me and him have been thinking of names just for random companies for like almost the whole time me and him have been business partners. Yeah. So, okay. like, I went through the emails until like 2012, just like, oh, remember those names we created, and that's for this company. Logo's so done. Like we yeah. created like, we had like, I don't know, 100, 200 names, and we just randomly picked the one yeah. like that that's night. Badass. That wasn't even on any list. So yeah. Like, yeah, yeah we didn't
2: a, we didn't know that this was gonna be this for yeah, sure that's so bad maybe we would have planned planned it a little better but <laughs> yeah. it, uh, it turned out all right no,
0: so up.
1: so so what does like an average day look like for both you guys when it comes like operating at this <laughs> scale now like what does the operation look like on a day-to-day basis for
2: both of you so we live and work here so it's wild and like right. i said this was the old office of another company and we kind of just got hit with the with the lease so yeah. and but we like it though so, yeah. so it worked out um up. Wake up, go to the gym, Jeff, Jeff literally walks out, I walk right here, we go to our computers, we set up our day. Austin and Jay come in, they're our main content guys. Yep. They're the guys that are in every day. Everything else is outsourced, we set their table, they have people underneath them, they manage them. And then for me, predominantly, biz dev, and then managing any and all the bullshit, accounting, legal, I mean, every single thing. Mm-hmm. And then Jeff, I mean, long story short, is just doing design stuff, yeah. i
0: say. Eh, I do a lot more than that. Basically, <laughs> o- overseeing anything you see okay. that comes out on Iconic as well, which is a lot. You know, okay. video, branding, everything.
2: Yep. And we're, one of our main um, marketing tools, you know. In essence, the whole entire thing is storytelling, but one of our main marketing tools is creating content on our web series, and it's yep. it's these meetings. Yeah, like for this, right. it's this, we repurpose it and we put it out. Like This yep. is marketing for us, it's okay. telling our story. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess,
0: you know, Which see. is new. Which is new. Yeah, yeah. I going to
1: say, like, when was that transition to like document
0: day-to-day stuff? Because when he came on awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, awesome. Uh, I think yeah, we brought him to the Gary V. Uh, when we met with him, and at this point, we went into the most insane meetings without any cameras, any marketing. Yeah. No one knew what, anything we were doing. Yeah. He came out and he's like, "Dude, you yeah. guys are insane. What you guys yeah. are doing? Like, this is in real life." So like, shit, we should probably like. Start uh, documenting our journey on this. Yeah, yeah. Crazy I, I
2: remember thing. the first meeting I went to with Austin. We were at a hookah bar okay. with uh, people from uh, the XO camp, like Belly and, and those people, yeah, yeah. uh, not nah, the weekend. Yeah, and he recorded it. And after he was like, What the fu-? like, he didn't, he had never been in these type of meetings. Yeah. and then like when I saw that reaction from him, that he was like, Oh my god, I didn't know this, and he was like learning from it, mm-hmm. I was like, That's when like. I could literally say that my, I always have been very passionate about teaching and inspiring people, but when I saw yeah. that, then it just, everything started compounding, and then just more meetings, more meetings, and then we, we put stuff out, and then people would DM us, and be like, you're inspiring me, I'm mm-hmm. learning. And then it becomes, like, for me, my addiction is the, the, the inspiration part, is like, the DMs I get, the comments I yeah. get, the people that are like, you changed my life. Like, we had a kid fly from Cincinnati no shit. Into here to meet with us for an hour. Okay. Like this exact
1: right here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the, the hell is going on? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. this is
2: like, like for us, um, I think that I'm excited because I know that you guys, you know, just moved into that house. And I saw yeah. you guys are creating a lot of content. I think it's going to do wonders for you guys. You're going to change people's lives and it's going to change you guys and make you guys better people. So I advise everyone that's like passionate about like business and helping people. Like you would be so surprised like... People want to hear this shit. Yeah.
1: That's the truth, bro. Yeah. Appreciate that, by by the way. For sure. That's interesting because I know, like, when it comes to content, I know, like, for me, like, when when it comes to building my brand, that's obviously how I've been able to get the things that I have today and, like, meet all you guys is, like, building my brand. Mm -hmm. When, obviously, for you, like, you have this huge brand, you're putting out all these designs from a personal branding standpoint, and this is something that I think um, I get a question. The question I ask is coming from Gary when it comes to, like, his personal brand is so dominant, therefore, like he's associated with his company. Yeah. Um, what's your sort of intake on like how important is your personal brand correlated to the company itself, and how do you guys maneuver that and put time into that? Or obviously documenting the meetings, but like when it comes to the positioning of it, when yeah. did you guys notice? Like, all right, we need to build our personal brands as much as we're building our actual yeah. brand.
2: I, I mean, I think this is like the main ideology that we, like, we have in our company, me and Jeff, since day one. There's only one thing that matters in here, above all, and that's the iconic logo. So that yep. comes first, always. Totally. So it's like if we're doing something with someone, it's like, don't tag us, uh, tag iconic. Everything is about iconic because ultimately we're not who we are unless that logo means yep. something. So that's what's I think is going to be you know live forever is that. So first and foremost, it's all about the logo and the brand. Yep. Um, the personal brand, it's just kind of – I mean through doing the web series, it's just kind of – Jeff's a little different because he's – It reminds
0: me of a separate – uh, it's almost as yeah. like a separate entity like yeah. we joke that my account is just it's just good for biz dev uh, but no my um, my personal account is super different like I'm I've been blessed with uh, I don't know how long I've been ha- like had a following for it maybe a year or two now yeah, I don't got even know 450,000 but yeah, the DMs uh, from kids is that's the best part yeah. of personal brand what totally. keeps that going is like like I've gotten suicide DMs yeah. like, like you name it but um I just yeah. think it's authentic like we're, it's, yeah, it's authentic. we're putting
2: out all these like motivational pieces and inspiration and like I mean dude you've, we've hung out a couple times now like yeah. we're just like this is all we consume all that shit yeah. like we are that so it's kind <laughs> of you know when we started doing the web series like I really my personal brand has only like I mean it's not, not big but it's it's only started going since we started doing the web series totally. and then it's just it's like what I said before it's one person then two person yeah. then four and then it just starts yeah. going, we're actually, going. For sure.
0: we're actually just starting now we just talked about this the other day is trying to embed more of like um, our work ethic into Iconic's branding because like okay. he made a point like no one knows how much I work yeah. yeah, no one really knows how much he works Yeah. so now it's like our work ethic has now become what Iconic means yeah. got it which is really important, and like, it it went unsaid for I mean, for yeah, no no, no forever, whatever, yeah. we were, yeah, yeah it makes um, sense. But yeah, we really live the stuff we're putting out. Like, we're sure, in, like, right. all this stuff. We're not just like, oh yeah, let's just pretend like we're working as much as we do. So yeah. I think now that we figured out like, wow, we're actually living what we're doing, and like our actions are inspiring the artwork. Now yeah. we're embedding that into iconics DNA. That's what's up.
2: For anyone younger, I would definitely advise that if you're gonna start a brand and you want to be forward facing, you need to just make sure that you eat, sleep and breathe the brand DNA. Yep. Like you and your squad are all build your you guys are all about the business. So yeah. it makes sense. This is like a business podcast. It yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But like I've been a part of companies like two companies ago, I was the CMO of a company. And CMO, Chief Marketing Officer. Mm-hmm. For people that don't know, um, and we were, you know, I'm a New York guy. I like basketball. I like football. I like rap music. And yeah. we're we signed Ryan Sheckler and we're in Zoomies, and yeah. I'm with a bunch of people that wear sandals. I don't wear sandals. I wear yeah. sandals. It's just. Yeah. So then you have the guy that's talking that that's speaking the brand language, <laughs> telling the story. It doesn't correlate, and it does not correlate. Yeah. So I think making sure that all those line up it becomes a point where, you know, we're not, we're just living. Yeah, Austin is just, you know, Austin and Jake, they're just recording.
1: Documentation. Just, that, like that that's it. About. That's all it is. So yeah. I think
2: that, you know, I advise everyone to just, you know, do stuff that's that's true to you. And, and then if, if you can align that with your brand, I think that's when those two things collide, that's, yeah. that's when you find the best life. That's my opinion. Yeah,
1: that's what's up. So um, I have a couple more questions in regards to the like the strategic collaboration with Gary Vee and the partnership in your guys' perspective, how do you think that benefits the brand long-term for the people listening?
2: How do I think? Um, I mean, from an intelligence standpoint, I think that myself and my team will all inherit all their knowledge, which yep. I think intelligence and knowledge is huge. Yep. Um, I mean, we could just be straight. It's you know, alignment with two monsters, 100%. monsters in the industry, and you know, I mentioned before, getting introductions from them to people is you know a cold email versus an email from Gary yeah. to someone or Scooter to someone is two different situations. Yeah, and um, yeah, I mean, I, I, for us, it was it was a life play. Mm-hmm. We wanted to make 100%. that move because you know we're still in you know the first, to second inning of this company of our life. You know, we're still young guys, yeah. so. How it impacts you know, Iconic directly, mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see.
1: Yeah, that's what you told me when we yeah. first met. It was like, you wanna connect with big hitters and give them, let's say if someone has an opportunity to work with someone like yeah. that, it's like give them something, part of your company, because yeah. it's only a win. That's what you told me the last time we connected.
2: Yeah, it's it's who you are, who you surround yourself with. And it's, yep. you know, I want to, every single time I leave the room with those guys, I learn something like yep. hugely impactful. Yep. All I want to do is be in rooms where I leave and I'm smarter. I just want to get smarter and smarter and smarter, and sure. smarter. That's all I want to do. So yeah. with these guys, it's – and what I love about it and they openly – I mean we're, we're bringing value to them as well. So yep. it's, it's a reciprocal, which is amazing. Totally.
0: We also assign them knowing that we'd be okay to expect nothing from them.
2: Big one right there. Yeah. That's big. Facts. That's yeah. Yeah, that and
0: we actually told that to them in the meeting. I think that's what also kind of was intriguing to them is like – we don't need you guys. We just love you guys. And we want to, you know, build with you guys. Mm -hmm. So I think that was just a really cool moment because you can tell once we said that, both of like their ears perked up and it kind of swayed the conversation a little bit.
2: A lot of people, when they do big partnerships, have unrealistic expectations. Like for us, where we're at in our life, I know for us how crazy our lives are. Like I know when I go back to my phone It's going to be crazy <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah
2: Like I can't even explain to you Scooter and Gary's situation
1: Yeah
2: I'm talking about You know I have 30 minute meetings They have 15, 15, 15, 15, 15 Gary has 2 to 3 minutes His whole entire day Of break
1: Yeah
2: He does all of his Instagram posting Did you know that? Every single one? It's all him No shit Crazy I don't even know how that's even worked. I swear to god Crazy. He just oh, no, told. I don't know that. Kranich just told us that, and we were on the. We were like, Gary, you need to talk like, about. Like the captions,
0: like everything. the awesome. next day they did it. They actually. <laughs> <laughs> when they went uh-huh. garage sailing, uh, Drock. I it saw flight. that. Yeah. To like, say
2: yeah. you have to have realistic expectations, and I think that, you know, it wasn't like the partnership happened. They signed a deal, and we were like, hey, now we're just gonna, you know, get whatever we want. It was yeah. no, it was the same, you know, strategy that we have with everyone in life. Yep. Give value. Like my communication with them is super efficient. I'm not asking them for stupid shit. Yeah. I'm providing value, and when it's reasonable and makes sense, then we do. It. Yeah. So just so be reasonable.
1: So, yeah. Totally. Yeah. So I'm interested in knowing. So when everything I mean, everything's falling into place now, when it comes to the strategic collaborations you're doing with Muhammad Ali and the individual pieces like Brian Maza and all these yeah. different guys, what goes into like the thought process of like doing specific collaborations with individuals, and how do you guys go and Like, I would say execute
2: that. Friendships. First and foremost, um, we don't jump into anything until we have, like, a deep understanding of who they are as humans. And they're just being good humans. So that's first and foremost. Um, DNA as far as business motivation, inspiration is huge to us. And then there's, I mean, we're just going to give away the whole thing. I mean... He's always going, going to give away it all. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, the it, in, in, in the world that we live in, you know, uh, distribution is huge as well. So yeah. that, that, that is very big for us. And there's everybody is different, you know, the type of stuff that they can bring to the table. We don't look at everything as, you know, there's millions of different things that different people could bring. So uh, we're just looking for a situation where they can bring something different to the table. But we definitely like you know, going into, you know, different and unique pockets and talking and speaking to unique uh, audiences. Yeah. So like if we were ever like, hey, we want to hit the 18 to 25 year old entrepreneur, like let's talk, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's, that's what we do. And then from an execution standpoint, it's, we set up all of our deals with kind of like the same framework and we start there. And then, you know, we're probably, I don't know, probably like six or seven or eight collabs deep it's after every single one you know we're starting to see hey this works this doesn't they like mm-hmm. this they don't like this and then it's i'd say we'll be like super streamlined by next year totally yeah. it's That's a true. lot of an
0: infusion of their dna and ours yeah um, That's what's up. so it's like the crazy work ethic with with whatever they're you know into yeah, yeah at that moment so for sure so i, I like
1: two more questions like in regards to i would say just everything before this and when it comes to like your stories growing up, like you're talking, you want to walk in the room every time and get smarter. Where were those philosophies like born from you? Like when you were in high school or, let's say, middle school? Like when did that sort of philosophy in your life sort of play a part? And like where did you sort of like embed that into your life?
0: I mean, I'll start quick. I mean, for me, it was just Gary. I yeah. Mean, okay. He could. He could tell. I, I didn't give a shit about business. Um, Zero contribution yeah. in business until Gary. you said 100%. until Gary. Yeah. Damn. Really. I don't know yeah. what, what it was. Like what? <laughs> no shit. <yeah>. Zero. <laughs> I didn't yeah. care about being smarter or the smartest person in the room, any of that stuff, until that guy started hearing that guy. So, okay. for me, it was pretty late. That's but, interesting. Yeah. It's crazy.
2: That's and wild. now we have a room yeah. where, like, all of us every day are listening to all of that. Yeah, yeah. So, it's just, everyone's on the same it's, page. A, it's a yeah.
0: thing. Like, literally, if I don't learn something new now every day, I'm, like, freaking out and, yeah. like, having anxiety and for stuff. Sure. So, it's, like...
2: Completely different human
1: for the last two years. That's wild, yeah. What about you? If, like when it comes to like those philosophies, like, obviously you have books everywhere around the place. Like, when was that knowledge of like wanting to learn from more people? How long has that been like a philosophy for you?
2: I think for me, everyone is driven by different things, and I I haven't fully realized like who I am yet as a human. But I think the at every point and phase of my life, there was a time that I was underestimated, and at all those times, there was like kind of like a turning point where like. Soccer. I was a big soccer player growing up, but I remember going into my senior year, there was like players to watch, and I wasn't on the list.
1: Okay, that
2: pissed me the fuck off. I went cycle for sure. ninety days, trained, and then my team went the furthest I had ever gone. I won all county. I got D one scholarship offers yeah, yeah. for soccer, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then you know, in my early twenties, going into my late twenties, I had always been, you know, the number two or the number three, and under incentivized, underutilized, kind of yep. downplayed everything. But throughout that time, in my 20s, I was always doing one thing, and that was always reading. Okay. Like the first book that I read that really got me hooked, I would say it was probably uh, Kawasaki, The Art of the Start, okay. and that was probably my early 20s. And then I was just always under-incentivized and underutilized, but I always was reading, and I knew that eventually there was going to be that turning point yep. where something was going to hit, and it hit with this. That's so dope. So yeah. That's fucking badass. So, the All last right. question to
1: wrap it up just everything you guys have done, I mean, I've respected so much just seeing from the strategic, from the marketing collaborations. Like, it's just so dope to see what you guys have created. So, like, for everyone watching, well, this is obviously like, the Build Your Empire podcast. Just when it comes to building an empire, building a company, what do you think are the three things that really separate people that? build scale grow and then actually have opportunities and the people that let's say is like the pump and dump or it's like they have something and it failed like what do you think keeps the consistent brand message and the loyal
2: culture within a company i'll give you three i got plenty but i'll give you three yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh first is let's say passion you have to be utterly obsessed utterly passionate about what you're doing or else you wouldn't be doing a podcast. I have three more meetings. At what times are now? Eight o'clock, nine o'clock. What we have we have meetings after this. Yeah, deeply passionate about it. Uh, second is team. Team is absolutely everything. Yep. Business is just a bunch of people doing a bunch of things, I like and I think that. with team, you need to know how to. This is the big thing. Some people can acquire talent, but they don't know how to keep talent. Yep. I'm not going to say that these guys are happy but I'm pretty fucking sure that they're enjoying their life right now. They're smiling over here. They love their life. Sure. Keeping talent. So those two and then last, work ethic. Yeah. Just be a fucking savage and just work like crazy.
0: Those are my three. That's what's up. Hit them yeah. three. I mean, those are good three. I mean, I think why a lot of companies fail is from the lack of self-awareness. I think that's, if I look at a lot of people who you know, plateaued or mm-hmm. just didn't make it. It's, it's always from lack of self awareness. For sure. So I think that's just, that's like the most common thing I know why companies don't succeed. Um, I mean, all the things why they do is what he said. Yeah. But um,
2: that actually, all of my reasons fall under what he said. Yeah, yeah, Everything sure. actually comes back to that <laughs> self awareness. Like, if you know you're not good at, you know, finding talent, but you're good at keeping talent, then you need to go find someone yeah. that can go find talent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah for sure. So I think like it being all self-aware about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's
0: just me coming from like any any like entrepreneur who, um, you know, I've met, and I I look back and see how they're doing. It's just always that one thing they, yeah. they they get in their own way. For sure. And we're really good at, you know, knowing what we're good at. And yeah, what we're not good. For at. Sure. Super flexible
1: that's what's up well I appreciate way. you guys coming on the podcast one last right, thing before we wrap it up where's the best place for to check out everything I'm going to link everything in the description where's like the best place people can stay in touch with you and then obviously Iconic on Instagram but where's the best place for you guys
2: uh, Iconic it's I-K-O-N-I-C-K and then I'm Mark Brazil Mark with a K Brazil with a Z and Mark at Iconic.com Mark with a K and then at Iconic shoot me an email for see, sure everything will be
1: linked I'm... down below so make sure you go check them out and yeah, thank you guys so much for coming on. Cole, keep he,
2: going, doesn't, even, he, your he, he right. doesn't
0: even say it. He doesn't it's even say it. It's all about iconic. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about <laughs> it. Yeah, just, <laughs> and iconic, for sure. Appreciate so sure. you guys coming on, for sure. For
1: sure. Thank keep you. Keep building your empire.
0: Monarch, Legacy of Monsters, an Apple Original Series. The world is on fire. I decided to do something about it. On November 17th, this place, it's not ours. Believe me. The most massive event of the year
1: arrives. If you come with me, you'll know everything, I promise. Oh my God, go, go, go!
0: Monarch, Legacy of Monsters. Streaming November 17th, only on
1: Apple TV+.